0: Welcome to episode number two and season number two.
1: So today, Sean is going to tell us what we're
0: discussing. Yeah, today in this episode, we're going to be talking about Peggy's Cove Lighthouse in Nova Scotia. We're going to be talking about Stave Falls Dam and Powerhouse. And also we're going to cover the ghost ships on the Northumberland Strait. Cool. Yeah, I was kind of actually really excited about that one because we never really covered anything like that Mm because it's not like an actual place yeah that's traveled yeah Yeah, it's more like people have yeah so anyways we're gonna talk about that later (laughs) so uh, without further ado as I always say let's get right into talking about Peggy's Cove Lighthouse which is located in Nova Scotia it's actually known as Peggy's Point Lighthouse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which Nobody really uses, but it. But everybody knows it as Peggy's Cove Lighthouse. Um, It's still active today. It's run by the 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 Coast Guard, the Canadian Coast Guard. It sits on a rock bed, of granite, and it is fifteen meters or forty nine feet tall, (laughs) and it's the most recognized image in the world. Oh really? Yeah. So a lot of people instantly know because it's like that red and white color and oh. you see it on calendars yeah. and you know those pretty pictures yeah those pretty pictures and um it's one of the most visited uh, attractions in the province because mm-hmm. it's so popular as we were saying and it's located at the entrance of saint margaret's bay oh. so that's that's the waters pretty. that it uh, surrounds it surrounds and protects It was first constructed in 1868 as a wooden lighthouse with a beacon on its roof. Um, The lighthouse keeper would light a kerosene oil lamp, which was magnified by a catropic reflector, Hmm. which is basically a silver painted or plated mirror, I should say, which would create a red beacon. And it was, uh, as I said, the light marking the entrance of the, the bay. Oh wow. Yeah. A kerosene lamp. Yeah, kerosene lamp. And <laughs> it would just reflect off of this like mirror thing and as a and and knew it to sort of tell the ships that that's where the entrance was and they would be safe to come in that way. Oh wow. Yeah. In 1914, the structure that stands today is is it was built. Oh, okay. Okay, because I was saying that there was the smaller thing with the light on top. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. The lighthouse operator would use the old lighthouse as it's like where he would stay.
1: Oh you mean like where he like slept? In yeah, between? Yeah like
0: it was his quarters. Yeah, it was <clears throat> oh okay his quarters. the old lighthouse. Yeah yeah he would just stay there and, and what have you and then the lighthouse keeper's quarters was used until around 1954 when Hurricane Edna came and it demolished the uh, quarters so oh. they ended up ripping it down And actually, that's when the lighthouse became automated, so they didn't actually need a lighthouse keeper anymore. Oh. Yeah. The lighthouse also contained a small Canada Post office in the lower level, but sadly, it was closed in 2009 because of hazardous conditions and mold.
1: Aww.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of... That'd be
1: pretty cool. Yeah,
0: I think that would be a cool job. I'd love to work there.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Go to a lighthouse every day off the water. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Yeah.
1: Take my breaks outside.
0: Chill. Yeah, definitely. Dangling Avoid
1: fate. the ghost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In 2010, the Canadian Ghost Guard declared the lighthouse a surplus, along with all the lighthouses in Canada. Hmm. So the only lighthouses was... The, the saving grace of this lighthouse was to be nominated by the Heritage Lighthouse Protection Act. Or the lighthouse would face being torn down, oh. and that kind of surprised me because for something that's so recognizable, they it just seemed like they were very quick to just kind of Get say, of "Yeah, let's rip, rip it down." You know.
1: Well, is it is it is it no? When did it no longer go in use?
0: It's still in use. Oh. It's still in use, but they. It was um, the so they the. Well, it was automated, but blah, 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 blah. the Canadian Coast Guard in 2010 declared it a surplus so they were saying that it was costing them too much money Uh, so they were trying to basically offload it right um from what i understood so they it was no longer useful right but they but they were still using it go figure (laughs) so in 2015 to kind of further this 74 lighthouses were preserved under the heritage but it did not include peggy's cove Uh Right, so it's like another loss for Peggy's Cove, yeah. but it is still operated today by the Canadian Coast Guard. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the story is there. So maybe somebody can reach out and tell us. <laughs> I don't know Canadian Coast Guard. I would keep it going because <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool, you know, kind well, of recognizable thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of history involved there, um, and I'm sure it has saved a lot of lives. But then I hear there's a ghost story about it as well.
1: Mm-hmm. There it is.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I would like to hear about it because I only talk about the good things. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I talk about the spooky things. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's interesting to definitely see the different part of it, mm-hmm. the different aspect of it because, you know, from, from, you know, kerosene lamps to post offices to, you know, you
1: see the one side that everybody sees. Yeah. But yeah. not the tragedies.
0: No, as I said, you know, it's not all just, you know, pretty stuff. There's also some pretty tragic things. And that's why they, we have these stories to tell. <laughs> so, exactly. over to Bree for the ghosts of Peggy's Go House.
1: So, Peggy, who was actually named Margaret, but Peggy is, you know, kind of like, I guess, a nickname or whatever for Margaret. Yeah she was the ghost they claim that haunts the lighthouse in the 1800s according to the legend margaret was the survivor of a shipwreck that killed her all her children and left her and her husband so she was so grief stricken that she spent most of her days just walking across the water's edge where the rocks were back and forth and one day her husband tried to do something to cheer her up and make her feel better And he slipped on the rocks that she paced back and forth on, and he died of a fatal wound. So...
0: That's really sad, if that is the case. Because, like, I mean, I don't know. Tragedy... I don't know. Does tragedy invite tragedy? Mm
1: -hmm. Maybe. Maybe.
0: I don't know. Well, for
1: for Margaret, it did. Yeah. I don't know. Right? She... Couldn't handle the death of her children and then the death of her husband. And it didn't take long after that, that she stood at the water's edge and decided to jump in.
0: So she just jumped into the water and that That was was it. it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sad, eh? Mm -hmm.
1: Well, that's one of the stories.
0: Okay. (laughs) So there's more.
1: One of the other stories. It's very similar. The only difference is that... There was no husband. Everybody died on the shipwreck. She was the only survivor. And she died of a broken heart. And that was
0: that. (laughs) Well, that could be very true, too. Mm -hmm. Especially because the last story that we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. right? So that's very possible in either way. And what a good story.
1: Oh, the other thing that I also um, read was that the people that... Toured the area like tourists. Yeah. They, uh, there was a couple of them that uh, said that they saw a woman in a blue dress <clears throat> standing over by the rock where she committed suicide. Okay, and um, when they walked closer towards her, um, she would disappear. And then there was some people that claimed that as they were walking. Uh, Towards that way, and they saw her. It was like she knew the living was there, and that the living, like she was trying to reach out to them and ask them for help, but nobody could understand what she was saying. Even the other people who she disappeared on, before she disappeared, she yelled something, but they couldn't understand what she was saying. So it's like she just constantly is repeating herself, looking for her children, grieving for her children, and then screaming for help, but people can't understand her. And then she disappears.
0: Doesn't that kinda seem like the matrix, like honestly, like a matrix loop? You know what I mean? Like it's she's just constantly doing the same mm, thing over, over and over and over, over again. I or purgatory. Know. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move it along and we are going to talk about Stave Falls Dam and Powerhouse in BC, which was a concept that was formed in eighteen ninety. Mm. But uh it really, the construction really only started in 1909. So it took oh, wow. that long from constru- uh, from concept to construction. But you can see because it consisted of a dam, a mm-hmm. spillway, which is kind of like a big, a, from what I read, it's a big, and don't send me hate mail, everyone, <laughs> but it's a big, huge tube that catches water and pushes it through and it's like a tube system mm. and then the water goes through a turbine which then creates the the water um the electricity.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: Right. So those are um technically spillways and there's more than one like from what I've seen in the photos that there was probably like four or five. Mm. Um and um there was a reservoir that was built and also the power station as well, which we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Stave Falls Dam, um, which I'm going to just talk about really quickly, is 400 feet long, made of concrete. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty big. It was, as I was saying, it was constructed in 1909, and that was when the construction of the dam and the powerhouse uh, had took took place. The first generator went online in December of 1911. The second generator in 1912... The third in nineteen sixteen, the fourth in nineteen twenty two, and then the fifth generator was installed in September nineteen twenty five. But before before that could happen, um, they had to raise the dam. Huh. Yeah, so <laughs> they had to do some construction on that as well. Mm-hmm. To um, to kind of I guess I guess they needed more water to run all five dams or uh, all five. Um, Oh Generators Generators at the same time In 1995 The powerhouse Started to be decommissioned A new plant was built And it is now in operation The old powerhouse Serves as a tourist attraction As well as a visitor center It was designated A National Historic Site Of Canada In 2003 Oh nice Yeah So Yeah So Really interesting To To Um to research had a lot of um, history with regards to um, breaking new ground and, and stuff like that so it was really interesting to 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 research this one and there's quite a few powerhouses in uh, in in BC that um, have kind of a similar story but this one kind of has a very active uh, ghost tellings. so Okay, guys, it's time for the paranormal of Stave Falls Dam and Powerhouse. Get ready for a long one. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a long one. (laughs) I guess the more information, the better.
1: Yes, there's quite a few legends, actually, for this one. Um, They're, uh, I guess, well known because I found them everywhere. Um, But some of the most common that people have reported the most was um, toilets flushing and nobody even being there, Um, dragging uh, chairs, like out of nowhere, elevators going on their own, people have complained of hearing whispering, Uh, there's shadowy figures, they hear banging pipes, strong smells of tobacco smoke out of nowhere. So those are like some of the basic things (laughs) that was reported. So, the legends are um, people who I believe uh, worked there, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh, there was a tour guide that was going around, and okay. it was her very first tour. Ugh. And she was walking backwards as she was talking to everybody in the crowd, right? right. You know, like you normally would. Yeah. yeah. And she felt like she bumped into something. So, she turned around, like, you know, you to say, I'm sorry, or excuse me, or whatever, and nobody was there. But she swears it felt like she bumped into a human being. Like, it wasn't a wall, it wasn't a door, or anything like that. She felt like she bumped into
0: a person. Yeah, like, I could see that being, like, in the middle of, like, a hallway or something, like, where there's nothing, like, there's nothing that would actually come out and jump out in front of you or anything like that so it wouldn't really explain anything unless it was a paranormal ghost Mm
1: -hmm. well yeah and then another girl who was a guide that worked there she was uh i don't know i'm walking into one of the rooms and when she flicked on the light she looked through like where the window was over there and saw a reflection of a man standing behind her but when she spun around there was nobody there
0: oh geez like that
1: would freak me out
0: yeah especially because it's like so sudden and then you like it's almost like, did I, you question yourself, did I see that? Mm-hmm. Was it, mm-hmm. like. Double
1: look, yeah. Yeah, you know. And then um, some visitors and guides have said that they've heard dogs, uh, a dog barking, and the story that kind of goes with that is that apparently there's this spot where two young men and a dog were on a boat on Stav Lake, and the boat capsized, and both the men drowned, but the dog survived. Oh. So some say, like, maybe the dog is still running around in the forest looking for them
0: oh that's sad
1: or it's a ghost i don't know it's
0: yeah sad oh it's a little ghost
1: dog (laughs) oh why don't we ever see ghost dogs everybody says they see ghost humans what about ghost dogs well i guess they're peaceful when
0: they're gone (laughs) i know well they're peaceful when they're here and they're peaceful when they're gone so (laughs) i guess they you know he's looking for his owner you know they're they say that they're you know, man's best friend. Yeah. You know? So, you're death. This dog is looking for his owner. That is sad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh.
1: And then there was an employee that was working in the visitor center um, there. And uh, apparently, as it was opening up, she heard someone say hello. But when she looked around the building, nobody was there. She was the only person there. Mm. Um, and then at the end of the night, after the visitors were all gone, people have said they've heard families like still laughing and some like, I guess, displaying artwork or something on the wall. Yeah.
0: Really? Like, mm-hmm. like it actually showing an image. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, weird. That's crazy. I've, I've heard of that before. And but Shadow never... work. Yeah. That's kind of creepy.
1: And then there was a, um, there's, I guess there's a, a hall that has a bit of a history. Okay. And there was a guide who, I guess when she was walking down this particular hall, would hear her name being called out. And other people have also noted that in the area, there's cold spots. Hmm. And like, it feels as cold as ice. That's how cold
0: it feels. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to tell my story. Oh, okay. I, 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 don't, I hope I didn't tell this in the Casa story. So I'm going to go back and check it and see if I did. And if I did, I'm going to cut it out. I <laughs> okay it's kind of a funny story and it involves me (laughs) so we're in sir henry pellet's room or no his bathroom and remember how hot it was in there yes yeah we were dying yeah but but it was only upstairs and like the bathrooms and all that kind of stuff and i remember i was in his washroom and it was so cold Uh and i was like wow that's so cool like am i really having a paranormal experience oh that's cool right and i'm over by the toilet of all places <laughs> and it was freezing cold and i felt like a cold breeze
1: hmm. i can't remember yeah i probably never took off my jacket the entire time no no you didn't (laughs) i don't think anybody did
0: because you couldn't like nobody wanted to carry it around but it was really hot so and to be in this room was actually quite refreshing so i'm thinking oh am i having like again like a paranormal experience yeah yeah. Yeah, so i'm like putting my hand out in the air to you know like kind of feel the temperature difference (laughs) and i look up and there's a tiny little window that's open (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's awesome, and it was yeah. winter. By and it the was way, winter. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it was, March, it was like March first. Yeah, it was March first, yeah, right actually, before COVID before came along and mm. all that kind of stuff. So here I am thinking that oh wow, I'm like investigating an actual paranormal experience, <laughs> and then I look and find that the windows. Open. <laughs> Whatever. Foiled again. Whatever. Those pesky kids. Just trying. Anyways. Sorry, oh yeah, I so right, to, yeah. I yeah, so that was my long winded side note. Sorry, sorry <laughs> <me>. go ahead.
1: <laughs> so a couple more. There's three more. So um, there's also another tour guide. So I guess it's a lot of the employees mainly there. Well,
0: I think it would be because they're there the most. True, they're that's always true. They're working for and alone at times too. Week, right? Yeah. So
1: yeah, and it seems to be most of these people were alone or with a very small group of people.
0: So, thank you, tour guides. We definitely thank you for what you do, because if (laughs) not, we wouldn't have any of the stories for this one.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, there's another tour guide, and uh, she claims hearing uh, slamming doors, and then followed by footsteps. And when they go and look to see if anybody's there, and, like, literally run around the corner nothing's there. And then she'll hear a phone ringing and she'll go back towards her office and when she gets there, answers the phone, nothing's there. Nobody's on the other end. Wow. Yeah.
0: So it's. it seems like they're very playful. Mm-hmm. Like they always play little tricks and stuff like that.
1: Well, but, most people say that they deal with most electronics because of the fact that they're energy, right? In a form. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that would make sense because energy is what makes them go. So if there's any type of energy that's around I'm mm-hmm. sure that would still... That's why lights like, flicker and rain.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, speaking of lights,
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> on to the
1: next story. Um, excellent. So, apparently, lights don't work often there and need to be fixed on the regular. Like, even right after being fixed for the very first time, it, like, all of a sudden, it's not working again. So, the legend says that there was a man who was, uh, I guess, a guy who helped construction her who helped f- do construction along the way. Um, and he, I guess, he lived on the site somewhere where the gas. Um, so, it was
0: like a maintenance guy or yeah. something?
1: Okay. And. Um,
0: the, creep- the creepy maintenance guy? Yeah. <laughs> from Scooby-Doo? I'm just
1: kidding. From the gas company. That's what he was from. So he was thought the electricity was a waste of money and time and preferred gas lights. So maybe (laughs) he was the one messing around with the lights. Ah, Yeah. So that was uh, kind of a fun story out of those ones. And then employees were doing inventory in a small room in the visitor center. Again, the visitor center. And uh, they were there for a while. One of them looked up and saw footprints on the dirty ceiling. And <laughs> this brought back a memory for somebody from the out uh, outside seeing someone through a window walking up on that floor. But in reality, there is no floor up there, just the windows.
0: Wow. Yeah. It reminds me of Lionel Richie's song.
1: <laughs> Dancing on the ceiling. <laughs>
0: what a feeling.
1: Okay, well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it was pretty much it. Seven stories, but yeah, there you go. That's
0: pretty much it. That's all. No, just got it. So now we're going to move on to the ghost ships of Northumberland Strait. The Northumberland Strait is located at the southern part of the St. Lawrence in eastern Canada. The Strait is formed from Prince Edward Island to New Brunswick over to Nova Scotia. The Northumberland is used as a minor shipping route. At the narrowest part of the Strait, at 13 kilometers wide, The Abidway Passage, the Confederation Bridge, was constructed, connecting New Brunswick with Prince Edward Island. Hmm. Yeah. There are three seasonal ferries that connect the island and mainlands. For example, Caribou, Nova Scotia connects to Wood Island, PEI. There's another ferry that connects Caribou, Nova Scotia to Pictou Island. And lastly, from Souris, P.E.I. to Cap-O-Moules, uh, Quebec. All ferries are located at the eastern point of the Strait and operate from May to December. Now, one thing I was looking at, I was looking I at pictures is. of Pictou Island. Yeah. And it was actually beautiful. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's just out there. Um, there's actually, there's no power there. So the people that live there have to supply their own power. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's very kinda like cut off from the mainland and stuff like that. But people still live there and huh. it's it's quite gorgeous. But I'm thinking the weather they must experience and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, right. But yeah, totally it was kind of cool, um, learning about the goal well, While the Northumberland Strait, not necessarily the Go- the ghost ships, but the strait itself Mm -hmm. it's interesting to uh to to everything i think that we 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 investigate or we look into is interesting in one way or another Mm -hmm. it's definitely you know something that we've never experienced before like personally
1: yeah and i didn't even know some of these locations like had hauntings or yeah anything and learning the history too is fantastic fantastic
0: yeah and um I think, actually, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong on this one, but I believe uh, most of the things that we covered in this episode, not on purpose, was actually all on a stamp for Canada Post.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I think Peggy's Cove was, um, I don't think the Stave Stave Dam and Powerhouse, but I believe the Peggy's Cove, Lighthouse, and the Ghost Ships of the Northumberland Strait are. A feature on the stamp
1: there. I think the ghost ship one would be
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think the whole idea, you know, we've never really covered a ghost ship
1: before, No, it's interesting.
0: I think it's kind of interesting to, to talk about that because it's, you know, it's different. It's out uh, mm-hmm. kind of the norm and, and there really isn't a, a, a one location that we mm-hmm. can really talk about that that has a better sighting because, you know, they all have their own different history and, and what have you, so... With without further ado. <laughs> <Am I overused? laughs> Onto the right? ghost ships
1: on Northumberland Strait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so there have been many sightings and reports over the last two hundred years of this ghost ship sailing the waters. Um, it's been described as like a beautiful ship with yeah. three masts with and they're but they are all engulfed in flames.
0: Imagine seeing that. Like I mean I've seen that done in movies where they've done the same kind of idea and it looks really I think
1: funny. they did that in the Pirates of the Caribbean, didn't they? Oh, yeah? It wasn't one of the ships on fire? I can't Sorry, remember, but... I don't but... want to say anything because I really
0: didn't <gasps> see it, and please, people don't send me hate now, but I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, so, like, as they're watching it, like, people will be standing there at the shore or wherever, and they'll see it, the three masts and everything, and then all of a sudden it just becomes engulfed in, engulfed in flames. Wow. Neat. Pretty cool. The folklore about the ghost ships yeah. is that <clears throat> seeing the ship is a forewarning of a storm. Some say the sightseings are started off by sounds of a cannon, and then a flame can be seen from the shores as the ship starts to go up in the and up into flames, oh. and the crew can be seen trying to run up and down the deck, put out the fire with no luck whatsoever. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. pretty sad. It? Sorry, I don't mean to
0: laugh at it, but, like, I mean, yeah, it's kind
1: of obvious. Oh, <laughs> well, they should jump overboard. But... Yeah, you know. Um, then there's some numerous uh, um, rescue attempts. Back in 1900, a group of sailors boarded a rowboat to go and help, but as yeah. they tried to get to the ghost ship, it vanished before their eyes. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, a search was even completed right after with no shipwreck found. <laughs> Like, that's how real it, like, it appears to people. Um, some believe that it's a pirate ship sunk by the British Navy, uh, referred to as the Challer Phantom. Challer?
0: <laughs> Cello.
1: The first eyewitness account was in 1786 from oh. the Sea Cow Lighthouse. Yeah. Sorry, Sea Cow Head Lighthouse. Where the 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 keeper watched in horror as it drove closer and closer to the rocks at the base of the cliffs, and then as it seemed like it was hopeless, it turned into a storm and then got lost in the rain.
0: So was that like the actual boat burning, or was that a ghost sight? No, that was the
1: first ghost sight. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Because yeah. it goes back two hundred years, right? They oh, say. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's crazy, eh? Mm-hmm. A long time.
1: So the most recent sighting was in 2008, and oh, wow, okay. it was from a 17-year-old boy. Apparently, he was just standing there looking out across the bay, and all of a sudden, he saw this bright white and gold ship as it was coming across.
0: Huh. No flames?
1: No. I guess he didn't mention any flames. There wasn't any more information about him.
0: Wow. That's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody else mentions flames, and he does it. Maybe he lied.
1: But if it was sunny and the sun was out, maybe depending on where the ship is located, it may not look like it's on fire because of the sun, you know. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? You true, can't see true. very well. I was
0: just kidding about the kid, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I think anything is possible, so like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to dispute it for sure. For sure. But I think just seeing like the whole. It
1: should... reminds me of Goonies when oh. we, we started talking about the ghost ship. Well, cause yeah, that the ship that remember at the end of the movie, everybody thought it didn't exist, and oh, then it did. Yeah. But it was an actual ship. This one is yeah. a ghost, but.
0: <laughs> I don't really remember it. Remember it? But what? I, know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I do. I have seen it. I have. Yes, people, I have. <laughs> but I just don't remember the the details on it. I remember the ship at the end. Now I'm, you're gonna have to watch hey, it. Guys. Yeah, that, is that guy. The same guy. Yeah. The same movie. Okay, great. See, I see. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's it. That's,
0: that's all right. she wrote. All right. Well, that's all she wrote for the ghost ships at the Northumberland Strait. And that brings us to the end of another episode. Mm-hmm. Our season two, episode two. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you for joining us. You know, we love having you along and we love, you know. Hearing from you. Hearing from you, researching these things and coming out here and.
1: If there's a place that you want us to research, yeah.
0: let us know. Yeah. We'll definitely... Or if you
1: have a, you know, if there's a place in your town where you're from, yeah, please share. Yeah, we want to know yeah. where, where haunting in us. your place.
0: Yeah. We want to know. You know, maybe you have a haunting in your home, you know, and you want to tell Wherever us
1: Wherever you, you are in the world, share your story with us.
0: Yeah, because we know where you're listening from. <laughs> we know you listen all over the world. <laughs> not saying that we're you know following you (laughs) we're just saying that we know you listen to us from all over the world so if you have a story that you want to put and i know we said mainly we are a canada podcast but you know we will do things not from canada too we'll talk about them we'll feature your story and we'll talk yeah we could do that why not let's be multifaceted (laughs) yeah Sounds good. All right. Well, tell us how we can get in touch. Or how everybody can get in touch with us.
1: All right. So you can reach us on Facebook at our Facebook page at Paranormal Files Canada. Definitely. You can email us at Paranormal Files Canada at gmail.com.
0: Most certainly.
1: (laughs) You can reach us on Twitter at PFC underscore Sean underscore Brie.
0: Positively.
1: And then on
0: Instagram
1: at Canada Paranormal Files.
0: Certainly. (laughs) But yeah,
1: so that's how you can reach out to us. You can send us an email or you can DM us on our Facebook page, Instagram, or Twitter and share your story and maybe we'll feature it on an episode. Of course we will. Come
0: on. It's us. (laughs) You know. We're good like that. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, As we said in the beginning, happy Remembrance Day. Um, We salute all you soldiers and veterans. Yes, wear your poppies, wear the proud. And we will see you again in December. Take care and stay spooky. spooky.